Real Presence Live. That which is beautiful will manifest itself in truth and in goodness. Local. The challenges that we're facing in our generation, we just need the gospel. I mean, every every culture, every generation just needs to know how the gospel applies. Engaging. We don't bring any life at all to the church. The church is, is the life. It gives us the life. Live. The reality is, He is all things beautiful, capital B. And so anything that is authentically beautiful draws us, even if we don't realize it, to God. Well, it's a beautiful day in uh, Real Presence Radio land. Welcome to all of your listeners for today's installment of Real Presence Live. My name is Jack Canelli. I'll be one of your hosts, and we're really happy to uh, introduce to you today uh, someone that some of you might also uh, recognize as the voice of Lumen Vision, one of the sponsors here at uh, Real Presence Radio, Dr. Uh, Ryan Sapo. And uh, Sapo, excuse me. Are you sure yes, that's sir. how you pronounce your it's name? It's the weirdest last name ever, man. It is just a weird last name. You but can... thank you so much for having me. I'm glad to pinch hit for you. This will be fun. Yes, and uh, I, I, I think our listeners are probably really looking forward to hearing you unscripted today. <laughs> right? Yeah, a little bit looser this time around. Yes, but uh, <laughs> we're happy to have uh, Ryan here. And I've, I found out that uh, he has an even more extensive background in broadcasting than me. Because he was a debater in high school. Yes, I, I competed in speech in high school. I did some radio broadcasting, and this was one of my dream jobs, was to work at a radio station. So thanks for helping me live my dream out today. This live, is one shining moment for me. This is great. Living the dream. That's the phrase I used when I first got to help them broadcast one of the, uh, the uh, Collar Classics a number of years ago at uh, Shanley High School, the oh. priests versus the seminarians. And uh, that was uh, that was the start of my broadcasting career, and uh, ever since then, like you now, I'm I've been living the dream, even though yes, I, I, I I usually host with my wife. It was a lot better looking than you, but that's I think, true. But I'm sure you'll be a very capable stand. I, I have a face for radio, Jack. I'm ready for this. Yeah, well, I I think we both do. So, <laughs> you know, the anonymity is good for us. That's right. That's right. Well, this is going to be a lot of fun, Jack. We got quite a program for you for all of our listeners today. We're going to be speaking hopefully very soon with Father Kirk Gunwall of the Diocese of Fargo. We'll be learning about rogation days. I've never heard of that before. That'll be I know. I'm kind of anxious to I'm, find out because my my sophomore high school Latin tells me that rogation comes from the Latin word rogare, which is to ask. Mm, th- this is going to be really interesting. I've never heard of that before. That'll which, be That'll be really cool. I suppose asking has something to do with praying for good weather. Maybe that's where the name came from, because I know there, it's an agricultural celebration of sorts. Awesome. And uh, at the bottom of the hour, we'll be speaking with Paul Rose uh, over the phone. He's going to be talking about singing the hours, which I'm really excited to hear about. Uh, we've also got, at uh, the 10 o'clock hour, we'll be speaking with two brand new transitional deacons from the Diocese of Sioux Falls, a couple of baby deacons. This is going to be so fun. Uh, and then... Uh, to wrap things up, we're going to be speaking, uh, sounds like, with Deacon Bill White. Um, he's going to be talking a little bit about the pilgrimage that's coming up this weekend. That'll be really exciting. Right. But before we even get into the guests, I think we should probably uh, start our program out with a, a quick prayer. And so, uh, I guess, rather than trying to surprise you to uh, do so off the cuff and put you on the spot, uh, let's. I'll leave this one. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. Father in heaven, we ask you to look down kindly upon our broadcast today and uh, 
help us to, uh, well, open our own uh, hearts and minds for what you want us to say uh, for the good of all of our listeners. And in all cases, let it be all for your greater honor and glory. And we ask all of this in the name of your Son, Jesus. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. So with that, I guess we're we're kicking off the official uh, beginning of Real Presence Live this morning. So, uh, But, you know, I wanted to, uh, before we get to a guest, I guess we've got a little extra time here. I thought... Uh, I get the Magnificat, and I think a number of our listeners mm-hmm. probably get that, or they get the word on fire for the you know the daily readings mm-hmm. and stuff. And they uh, today is a special saint that I have never heard of before. So I thought Ooh. I'd uh, I would kind of introduce a new saint out there uh, to the airwaves. It's Saint Alexander Achimedes. Okay, that's how I'm pronouncing oh. it. It's a little bit easier to pronounce than Sapo. Yeah, right. But anyway. <laughs> He was he was educated in Constantinople, and he joined the army as a young man. It seems like hmm. a lot of uh, older saints did that, but I yeah. think that was probably the only option that they had right. uh, back in those days. Because I think the youngest, the oldest in the family got the got the estate, and then the youngest ones, you know, if they were moneyed families, they'd either go into the military or they'd go into the clergy. Hmm. So anyway, but according to an Eastern tradition. He experienced a sudden call to holy poverty and decided to retreat to pray in the desert for seven years. Wow. Yeah, that's... That's radical. No kidding, yes. I love that. But anyway, he reemerged to carry out the dramatic dismantling of a pagan temple. Mm. I suppose he had to do it a little bit slower than Samson did. Who just, yeah. The, the Bible I have has a picture of him pushing on these pillars and it's just all coming crashing down at one time. Anyway, St. Alexander was imprisoned but convinced his jailer to convert and was released, whereupon he returned to the desert and converted a band of wandering robbers by the sheer force of his zeal. He brought them back to Constantinople where they became the founding members of a new monastery that had as its central focus the perpetual singing of the divine office by six choirs in relay. Well, there's a nice... Wow. Are, are you picking up a theme there here? There we go. There's the connection. That was entirely inadvertent, too. That's just... Uh, wow. I'd say that's just... Uh, what's the word? I'm looking... Providential. For, providential, yes. I was going to say serendipity, but that's a little too secular. I, well, providential works a lot better, I think. There, there's no accidents here. Okay. Yeah. Well, the monks were dubbed the... Asidamete, or sleepless ones. Oh, wow. And the term gave Alexander his surname, Achimedes. I don't know about you, Jack. I'm probably not never going to be called a sleepless one. I, I enjoy my sleep too much. Yeah, uh... <laughs> I do too. Wait till you get to be my age. Naps become a necessity for the day. That's right. Yeah, that's and, right. You know, you can almost call them exercise if, if you get old enough. <laughs> Opposition from the Patriarch and others forced the monks to leave Constantinople. Alexander founded another monastery in Gomon on the shores of the Bosporus. From this place, the practice of the perpetual psalmody, or Laus Perenis, spread to the monastery at Algaunum in Switzerland in 522 or 523, and from there to many other monasteries in Christian Gaul, which is now modern France. Mm. And Alexander died in Goman about 4.30. So, there's some Catholic trivia for you wow. about St. Alexander Achimedes, the sleepless one. The sleepless one. Yeah. Pray for us. That's yeah. beautiful. <laughs> okay. That is great. Yeah, but uh, 
Well, you know, it, it's interesting, though, how the, the liturgy of the hours were, I think, originally intended to be kind of a pray constantly sort of thing, because yeah. we were exhorted, you know, uh, to pray always. Mm-hmm. And I think the liturgy of the hours were kind of with that intention, and that's why they were doing it all hours through the night. But that they, uh, you know, and then they've since broken it down into the various louds, matins, or, mm-hmm. you know, and that sort of thing. And they even kind of connect them, I know, or, or, or put them together depending on what monastery you're at. I know we were in Folkenbow a number of years ago, and I thought we'd get up to uh, watch the morning ones because I wanted to see them come yeah. in in the dark with their cowls on and everything <laughs> like that. And I thought, okay, good. This will be about 15 minutes. So cool. Well, no, little did I know that they combined two of the... I think I was there for about 45 minutes. <laughs> that's beautiful. Yeah, I, I was a sleepless one that night, that's for sure. <laughs> anyway, let's get to our guest. Uh, Father Gunwall, good to have you on. Good morning. Yes, and... Uh, uh, I'll, I'll give a little brief introduction of you, but then, then I'll let you kind of introduce yourself. And well, But you, you do have a question to answer. We do have a quiz for you. But Father Kurt Gunwall is of the, of the Diocese of Fargo, and um, he's going to talk to us about how the church celebrate, celebrates rogation days. And before uh, we brought you online here, uh, uh, Ryan and I were kind of looking at the source or trying to explore the source of the word rogation, which to me understands, I understand it to mean to ask. Is my Latin correct on that? Well, your Latin is probably as good as my memory on Latin uh, in the number of years. But yes, that's the root. Oh, that's and Yeah, you're probably so that, one of them post-Vatican II priests, right? Oh, yes, I am. <laughs> I'm fairly young. Fairly okay. Well, tell us tell us where you're per, where you are right now. I mean, the diocese of Fargo is a pretty big uh, uh, area to cover, but uh, I know you're not too far out of Fargo. Correct. I am pastor at St. Anthony's of Padua Church in Morton, North Dakota, and St. Peter and Paul Church in Mantador. So, in the southeast corner of the state. Uh, not too far from Wapiton and the surrounding area. Mm-hmm. And, um, well, you're here to tell us about Rogation Days, and I understand that is a, a, uh, a, an agricultural celebration of sorts or observance. And as a pastor of a rural community, uh, can you talk about how being close to the land can help someone in their journey closer to God? And also talk about how the church celebrates Rogation Days. Well, um, starting off with the rural life, that our closeness to the land, our closeness to creation, as you know, the recent popes have uh, talked about, draws us closer to God. Uh, just one second here, I'm in an area where I'm... Okay, making sure. Uh, Oops. Creation... I- Hello? Yes, we're still here. You just broke up for a little bit, Father. Why don't you back up about 30 seconds? Okay. Uh, The closeness to the land brings us a closeness to God. And that is one way in which God reveals himself, that we are invited to see him in his creation, in all that he has done for us and all that he continues to do for us. So we talk about that 
working the land. Oh, yes? No, keep going. You're fine. Okay. <laughs> uh, that working with the land is both a gift from God, but also an opportunity to participate with God in many ways, in uh, providing for a family, in feeding your family and the world. So those are some of the starting points, some of the simple points that the rural life brings us a little closer. Um, You could speak of it on a What's missing also, when I lived in Fargo for many years, uh, a couple of, you know, few decades, uh, when we're surrounded by the busyness and by uh, what we've constructed, the, the homes, the neighborhoods, you know, I lived down by Ananjokum for a couple of years when it was a newer, you know, foundation and when the church was just being built. And one thing I noticed was, okay, all the trees are, you know, only about eight feet high uh, in the neighborhood. And now in Morton, where I live, it's a fairly well-developed. The trees are, many of them, you know, 100 years old, 80 years old, depending upon, you know, that piece. And seeing creation as God has placed such a variety and such a richness of life around us versus simply what we've put into it, our, our little garden, our our uh, landscaping brings us back again to also to an awareness that this world and God beyond it is so much greater than we can grasp, so much greater than, um, again, we don't control it. We don't control God. We don't control even the weather, the things around us. And it gives us a strength that comes from humility that this is all gift. This is all gift from God. And the farmers recognize that as, as we've been praying for rain over these last weeks over and over and over again. Not just rain. I always include rain and all the good weather because, right, we could also be flooded out. That's happened other times. So we pray everything from the hand of God. And working in the land, working with the land, uh, puts that reliance very clearly before us. Uh, day by day, week by week, that we we live in that. So it's kind of a sporadic uh, spattering of pieces, but there's a lot of it that all ties together, that's all placed within uh, within the, uh, the, the mind's eye right. as we are out here in the rural. Okay, Father, hold on to that thought because we're we're on a break right now and we want to remind our listeners you're listening to Real Presence Live. Uh, We're talking to Father Gunwell from the Diocese of Fargo about how the church celebrates Rogation Days and we will uh, continue our discussion right after this break. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio with a creative gift planning tip. Have interruptions impacted your charitable giving? If you feel like you have less to give this year or are waiting until you get through these recent challenges, we want to let you know about some creative gift options that won't cost you a dime this year. 
For example, you could designate Real Presence Radio as the beneficiary of all or percentage of your IRA, or make RPR beneficiary of a percentage of your estate or specific asset. Make a bequest commitment gift this year without impacting your savings or investments. To learn more about the benefits of making a charitable bequest, please visit our plan giving website at rprlegacy.org or call me at 701-290-4503. Let's get started. Honor your father by word and deed, that a blessing from him may come upon you. Sirach 3.8 Our priests guide us on the right path and teach us about our Catholic faith. At Real Presence Radio, we'd like to honor them for helping to deepen our relationship with Jesus. Each week on Real Presence Live, we honor our fathers with a dozen donuts generously donated by a local business. You can nominate your priest to receive special recognition by going to yourcatholicradiostation.com. And thank you to all our priests for your service to the Holy Catholic Church. Hi, I'm Father Chris Alar. If you have lost anyone to a sudden or tragic death, you can still help them. Please visit our website, suicideandhope.com, and memorialize those that you love. There is no obligation or cost. You can simply enter their first name, initials, or a nickname, and I will personally pray for them and have a Mass said each month. Please, again, visit suicideandhope.com. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Okay, welcome back to Real Presence Live. I'm Jack Tanelli, and with me is... Dr. Ryan Sappo from Lumen Vision. And we are your hosts for the program this morning, and we're talking with Father Kurt Gunwall uh, with the, the Diocese of Fargo and... Uh, uh, prior to the break, Father said something that has changed my entire attitude now about yard work. He mm. said that working the land is a gift from God. I think you did say that, Father, and mm. so now I have a whole different attitude now when I mow my yard because yes. that's as close as I can get to working the land. But actually, the real <laughs> gift from God, though, was uh, my wife and I uh, decided for our anniversary this year to buy an electric lawnmower Ooh. so she can start it, and she enjoys mowing the yard. Yes. So that's my gift for working the land. Wow, that's beautiful. Think. That's beautiful. But let's get back to Father. Yes, Father, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Um, my, my question for you has to do with that, uh, that theme of working the land, and the, you know, the, the Fargo Diocese is a very rural diocese, so um, I want to know to you, um, what does the rural life celebration mean to you and the Catholic community that you serve? All right, well, we've, since Bishop started this rural life celebration up a number of years ago, and Again, something that goes back in decades in the history of our diocese that the previous bishops, you know, have looked for ways to uh, both encourage and promote the, the the life that so many of our parishioners live, and the the support that they have, the foundation that that the rural life is. For the whole state, for the, not just our diocese as a religious, but also the state itself. So the Rural Life Celebration is something I was excited about when Bishop Folda restarted that idea and that practice of having these celebrations throughout the diocese. 
and we looked at bringing it to our area after it had gotten started. Since I've been down here at the parishes, I've talked to the diocese, and I've talked to my brother priests here in the deanery, this this area of the southeast corner, about us hosting it. So this year, we're able to do that, and it is it is a gift. It also involves a work of sorts to get the planning done, get things put together. But the celebration is going to allow us to come together ourselves, but also to open uh, open the doors to those from around the diocese that are also invited to come down, and not just our diocese, but anyone in the area, since we're right on the near the border, South Dakota and Minnesota. Uh, extending that invitation out, anyone is welcome to to come to this this day that we're going to celebrate this coming Sunday on June 27th. And it begins with the Mass. Uh, so often, you know, that's what we begin our celebrations with, because it's our greatest opportunity to give our thanks and praise to God for all that He is doing for us. So it begins with the Mass with Bishop Fulda, and again, the joy. Uh, we canceled one of our masses here, and uh, Winemere has also canceled uh, their masses on Sunday morning, encouraging people to come to this mass and celebrate in the bigger community beyond just one parish or another. So that starts it, and then the me- then we have a meal and blessings and uh, of earth and equipment and animals and just many opportunities, again, to recognize God's rich blessings. And we'll share a meal and have a little music entertainment going on throughout it. It, it's a, it really is an opportunity to recognize what God has done and to give thanks and therefore give praise to God for who He is in, within all that He provides. <laughs> That is that is beautiful, Father. I, uh, I I I was fortunate enough to go to a rural life celebration at one point when I was in college, and that was that was really a a wonderful experience. For those who have never who have never been to a rural life celebration, for those who haven't uh, who haven't heard of this before, or one who or or in other dioceses who are looking at starting one, like, can you give us some more details about what's going to happen on June twenty seventh? Like, what's the itinerary for the for the day. Okay, yeah. Uh, we're, we're inviting people to show up at about 4 o'clock, you know, they come right around that time, and we will start with the blessing of people can have containers of earth. If they remember from the Old Testament, uh, there's a story where uh, uh, Naaman the, the Syrian is cleansed of his leprosy, and he's not a Jew. He, he comes in, he is healed, and he realizes this is the one and only true God. And so he asks to take home some of the earth, some of the soil from Israel that he will not worship except again to offer praise to the one true God. And so we invite people to bring, you know, whether a container of their soil, of their earth, uh, to this celebration since the bishop can't be everywhere blessing all the fields, uh, that they bring that that offering of some of the earth, and he will bless that land. He'll bless, again, some of the machinery that's present at the host family at their farm, and that will start the the day right after 4. Then we go into Mass at 4.30, as I mentioned, the, you know, the, we say the source, the summit of our faith, the, the gift, the greatest gift that God has given us, even 
our salvation, in one sense even greater than the simple gift of life that we are all given, is the gift of faith, the gift of that relationship with God and His giving Himself to us in the Eucharist. And then following the Mass, then we, we go into the evening meal and, as I said, some simple entertainment, some music uh, during that time. So we have the meal of the Lord's Supper, uh, which saves us, nourishes us spiritually and uh, in many ways, and then we go into that you know, also simple meal of feeding our bodies so that we are strengthened for our life and for the work that we have to do. And then it's just meant to be uh, social. We have a few games, activities for the kids and families, out yard games of sorts. We're going to have a couple of those uh, big bouncy houses for the little kids uh, with, you know, bouncing and slides uh, for the youngest kids to be able to burn off some energy, keep active. And we expect it to be a beautiful uh, summer day. It looks like it's going to be 85 this, this Sunday and a light chance of rain earlier in the day, but it looks like good weather. So we do want to encourage people, you know, come join us. We're ready to be indoors if it is a little, you know, wet, but we're planning to have the mass outside and uh, to have the meal in a, a little more shaded area then uh, as things go. So a very simple schedule, but we we expect it to be a day truly of Thanksgiving and joyful time for people to see neighbors, but also to meet new people. I suspect that uh, if it does rain that day, I don't think anybody is going to complain it. Uh, about it, uh, Not at least at those who are involved in agriculture, <laughs> right. you know. Down here, they said this last weekend, the greatest Father's Day gift that most of these places got was rain. Yeah. That was the greatest gift that any of the fathers right. would have wanted. I really like that idea of uh, blessing uh, uh, earth or dirt that yeah. people have brought in. And uh, I might recommend to you, Father, that... Uh, yeah, you might want to fill up a pickup load, and you can come to Fargo for those of us who might not be able to get down there for rogation days, because I'd certainly like to have a little bit of that to spread over my yard. <laughs> well, I don't own a pickup, so I'll have to look at it. Oh, okay. You, you, you dodged that one well. <laughs> Father, I, I'm curious, um, as we lead up to, those, uh, to, to the Rural Life Celebration, um, uh, how can we be praying for... Uh, the success of the event. How can we? How can we join our prayers to uh, what will be happening this weekend? I would invite everyone in the the first and simplest way is to pray for the farm families, for the rural communities. You know, not just the farm families. We we mention that or recognize that here in our parish that it's built upon again. The foundation is the farms that surround us but there are many others who work in ways that support them. And so praying for the farm and rural communities in addition to the farms, prayer is that foundation that we pray for one another. And so as we're going to celebrate rural life, we need to also tie in prayer. And then building upon that prayer for individuals, as you mentioned, uh, Jack, that not many people are not going to be able to make it down here for any number of reasons. But still, set aside this day that the bishop has chosen as a day to celebrate. And so even if you can't join us in person, to make the day a day of thanksgiving and prayer for creation, for all that God is doing and how he richly provides in, in our area that we 
provide for so much of the world their needs. So to give God thanks for not only for what he's doing for us, but how we are then able to take the gifts he's given and provide them for the world, for the needs of the world, for the feeding of the world, and, and in so many other ways. Those would be the two basic things that I would say that are foundational for how we live. Okay, Father, for the we've got about a minute and a half to go here. Uh, why don't you remind our listeners of the, uh, the time and place of the celebration and also um, you know, where they can get more information? All right. Well, it's outside it's between Winemere and Morton. It's right outside of Barney, North Dakota. And there are, should be posters in most parishes. Otherwise, it's on the diocesan of FargoDiocese.org, the website. And it's right there on some of the opening banners, but there's a page for it there, too. So it occurs this Sunday, June 27th, and it begins at 4 p.m. People are welcome to be arriving at that point. And you are asked to bring a chair or blanket. We'll have lots of chairs there, but if you've got one of those yard chairs or a blanket you want to sit on, you are welcome to do that. As I said, if it rains, it moves indoors, and we'll have Mass at 4.30, so even if you're running a little late, be there, join us. And then a meal following, and people are welcome to stay around for the next couple hours, and then you'll know, start to clean up, but just to visit, just to enjoy a wonderful, beautiful summer day. Thank you so much for joining us today, Father. This, is, uh, this has been great. I, I look forward to... Um, to, to seeing how well that, uh, that program goes. I know there will be lots of social media posts. Will you, uh, will you end with us uh, and give us your blessing? All right. May Almighty God, who is the giver of every good gift in our lives, keep you close to him and draw you ever deeper into his heart. And may he pour out his blessing upon all those listening at this time. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Okay, thank you, Father. You've been we've been talking with Father Kurt Gunwell of the Diocese of Fargo about the Rural Life Celebration. I guess we can say formerly known as Rogation Days. That's right. (laughs) Well, yes. Thank you again, Father. On the other side of the break, we'll be speaking with Paul Rose. He'll be talking about singing the hours in the Divine Office. Stay with us on Real Presence Live. Live, engaging, and local. This is Real Presence Live where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network.